0: Indian superstitions, huh? If you're an Indian, you've certainly heard of them, and I'm sure you ought to believe in a handful of them for good measure, too. When I say busting Indian superstitions in the title, don't expect me to whoop out my whip like Indiana Jones to go out on an expedition around the globe to prove them false. Instead, in this episode, I'm simply going to Google search them and relate that with my experiences and let y'all know the truth. Okay. Let's start with the first superstition. Eating curd and sugar before the examination. Now, you know, when you're leaving the house, you know, right right to go to the exam hall and before you're about to step outside, you know, all the uniform is on, the shoes are on, the bag is on the back. And right about to, as you're about to open the door of your house to leave, mom comes running from the kitchen with a bowl in her hand and uh, with a spoon stirring the bowl. And what do you see? Uh, She, when she comes close enough, you notice there's this white substance in the bowl, which if you're an Indian, you will recognize it as curd, of course, with some white crystals on top, which is sugar. And then w- before you ask, like, ask your mom, like w- w- what she's about to do, you see, a, mm, like there's a there's a spoonful of it coming straight towards your direction, <laughs> aiming straight at your mouth. <laughs> and before you have time to even think about what you're going to do, let alone do what you want to do, <laughs> your mouth opens and boom, a sh- the, the spoonful of sugary cord is shoved inside your mouth, right? And then you're like, mm, mom, like, but wh- why did you? What is this for? And you're like trying to sh- shove it down, you know, trying to ask your mom like, why? Why is there a spoonful of sh- sugary curd in your mouth? And they go like they murmur something, you know, along the lines of for good luck, for good omen, for good marks, and you know all sorts of things, you know. So I tried to dig deeper into this ritual to see what it was all about. What I found was or at least the sort of science behind it is that curd and sugar was commonly taken by people because curd neutralized the stomach acids and sugar provided instant energy. The combination was also very satiating. If we talk about where it originated from, I have this excerpt, I'll just read it. Although the practice is not documented anywhere, it is believed that it all started in the palaces of the Rajas, i.e. kings, who used to have curd and sugar before leaving for war, which is Yud. (laughs) While curd was considered the harbinger of good luck, sugar gave instant energy. So, I mean, the, the so what they think it's from and what they used it back then is the almost the same thing <laughs> for what you're using it now. <laughs> you know, the kings also used it for, you know, like for, you know, relieving and uh, and the instant energy from the sugar, right? So, they are fighting with, for, for kingdoms, you know, the kingdoms are at stake, uh, you know, and your, your 100 marks paper is at stake. So, pretty much same thing, you know. <laughs> okay, like there are, So many superstitions in our society and people blindly believe it, you know, I, on the other hand, choose to question the authenticity of its source. So this episode is basically me paying tribute to uh, me always having these questions and me having the urge to always look them up. And this episode is basically given me the much-needed relief because I literally went and, you know, when I was listing out all these superstitions, I went and read articles and articles to try and find and to come up to some reasons, some answers, you know, some logical, rational, scientific perhaps answers to if there is any, you know, behind the superstitions. The second superstition is that my parents told me to not whistle at night or snakes would come. Now, I don't live in a snake-infested area, and I doubt that my horrible whistling skills are ever going to attract any snakes. So for that reason, this superstition is false, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest here. And uh, I was uh, lo- reading this, uh, uh, you know, when I was just doing the mild research, not the advanced research, you know, just simple Google searches, quick searches. And I looked it up like can uh, snakes hear something and then uh, uh, like hear sounds and then (laughs) and so when I read a search result which said snakes are deaf (laughs) and the moment I read it you know like uh, I'm like nah like if snakes are deaf then how come like uh, an auditory like a whistle type thing be associated with a creature that's deaf you know. Either the people who made up this superstition didn't know they were deaf or I don't know what you know. But then I did some more research and then it turns out they can listen to some sounds and so I'm not really a snake expert here. So <laughs> don't really take what I see on face value. Definitely, you know, take this episode as an inspiration to go out and do your own research and or talk to experts if you have them in your circle. So while researching for this video, you know, I was sitting and watching funny myth busting videos. For us, you know, for research purposes (laughs) on YouTube, you know, trying to watch those videos wherein people are like busting 50 myths or busting superstitions and whatnot, you know. So I found this one video extremely hilarious, right? It was this uh, Asian guy, right? Or content creator. And he took it up to himself to break every single superstition that was uh, culturally relevant to him that was uh, in his culture, right? Right. And so in his entire video, he's basically speed running through 10, 15, 20 superstitions, breaking the one after the other, like one cursed ish after the other. And it was hilarious. The funny thing is nothing happened to him, right? So he was totally fine, which shows that they were just superstitions. Now, let's move on to our third superstition. That is mom telling me that hair grows faster in summers. The thing is that I am not a fan of anecdotal evidence and this superstition, at least according to me, is heavily anecdotal purely due to the lack of studies that I could find proving that hair does indeed grow faster <laughs> in the summers. But hey, if you think I am wrong, I implore you to conduct this very well needed study, you know, to, to gather all boys around, you know, uh, and <laughs> and find out whether hair does in fact grow faster in the summers, you know, and enlighten the world. Now, let's move on to the fourth superstition that is ghosts chilling around the people tree at night. First of all, I don't believe in ghosts or anything supernatural for that matter. But I do get scared of watching horror movies. So make of that what you will. Since we have already ruled out the possibilities of there being ghosts hanging out there, I mean, there as in, around an un, inside around the people tree, then why is it that people don't want you to go there, you know? Is does every people tree have a secret, you know, a conspiracy theory time, you know. <laughs> so I tried to look for the origin of this superstition and or the reasoning behind this superstition. And I've gotten a lot of mixed answers, to say the least. I'll tell you the ones that I've found, you know, or uh, the ones that I've read. But I cannot know for sure what is true or what is false. So, uh, make of it what you will and do your own research before taking what I say at face value as commandments set in stone. The first one uh, or the source I read said that uh, the people tree releases CO2 in in the night and other harmful gases, right? So, which uh, which should explain, I guess, assuming if it's true... That why they don't want you to uh, be around a tree, you know, like you're going to be breathing carbon dioxide as if there isn't enough oxygen like around the entire atmosphere, you know, like this one tree (laughs) is going to overpower the entire, you know. Now, this is just me uh, being a uh, a dumb, right? I I, I imagine, like, you know, like, uh, the moment this episode goes live, you know, all the scientists react to Relatable Tales episode 123, but you know, how incorrect this is, you know, like, you know, and proving me wrong to the ground, bro. But, you know, we're just making fun here, right? The second uh, uh, source that I read said something along the lines that uh, people, trees, roots, being disruptive to buildings as in like they start growing to all sorts of places inside above and all and so if it's grown too close to residential areas it can actually come and start disrupting the buildings and whatnot so i mean how do passive roots that grow over decades and disrupt buildings over a you know again a decadial period assuming that is even a word like being uh like like stop you from going and standing there you know under the tree during the night like you know the second reason is just something that I found. Maybe in general, why people trees are not so good for the our concrete buildings. <laughs> okay. Regardless, uh, you won't see me going close to a people tree at night because I love my life. Now let's move on to the fifth superstition. That is to not cut nails after sunset. If you have ever talked to your parents, you know, about like, mom, like, why can't I cut my nails in the evening or night, you know, like, and they must have uttered all sorts of reasons, you know, murmured, (laughs) which you wouldn't have understood, you know, claiming it bad omen and whatnot. So I looked into it. And what I found was that the blade of a nail clipper is sharp. And cutting nails in the absence of light... (laughs) might make you cut a lot of things that perhaps isn't nails, you know. And since most superstitions, you know, haunt us from the past, I started from the past and we are still following it till this day. So I'm sure that this particular superstition must have come from the era where LED blinding lights must not exist, you know. You know, lights that blind you, (laughs) you know, like and stuff. We're not available. However, that is certainly not the case today, as all of us gamers have RGB lights in our ceiling, (laughs) shining all colors of the rainbow 24 7, you know? And so, meaning in short, that we have plenty of light, which negates the superstition altogether, you know? So, cut your nails in the night for all I care, because it doesn't make a difference. Now, I'm sure there might be many, many more superstitions that I missed. And some of them might seem similar and might still be different because based on the different part of the globe you are from, you know, like how stories, it's like Chinese whispers, basically, the same story gets told on a different continent. And it turns out to be similar, but not same, if that makes sense. I only mentioned the ones that I've experienced. And so, <laughs> I mean, this was one tiresome hell of a myth busting session, wasn't it? Because That's your tale for this episode. Let's move on to the fourth stup- Stup- (laughs) What am I? Stupid. (laughs) I'm sure that this particular stup- Stupid. (laughs) Can't even say a word, dude.